Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Mark. Hello and good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast. And I am Jen, the host. And today we are going to be discussing Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 39. Make sure to grab that cup of coffee or that cup of tea and let's go ahead and start reading. And as I always do, I will be reading out of the WEB version of the Bible this morning. Immediately when they had come out of the synagogue, they came into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. He came and took her by the hand and raised her up. The fever left her immediately, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were possessed by demons. All the city was gathered together at the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. He didn't allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Early in the morning, while it was still dark, he rose up and went out and departed into a deserted place and prayed there. Simon and those who were with him searched for him. They found him and told him, everyone is looking for you. He said to them, let's go elsewhere into the next towns that I may preach there also because I came out for this reason. He went into their synagogues throughout all of Galilee, preaching and casting out demons. One thing I noticed reading through Mark, just from the small little bit that we've been reading, I noticed that Mark tends to use a lot of uh, (laughs) immediately's. He uses the word immediately all the time, I've noticed. And that is just more of his writing style to show how active Jesus really was, going from place to place to place, basically. So in verse 29, it says immediately, <laughs> when they had came out of the synagogue, they went to the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. So you remember that Jesus had four disciples at this point. He had Peter or Simon, Andrew, James, and John. Now Simon and Andrew were brothers, and clearly they lived together, and it was probably a very modest household because not only did Simon and Andrew live together, and this was not uncommon. This was pretty common to have families living together like this. Um, and uh, being together. And it says that Simon's wife's mother was there as well. So maybe even the in-laws lived there as well, because we see that the um, that Simon's mother-in-law was also there in the house with them. But she was very, very sick. She was sick with a fever. And it says that Jesus saw her and he took her by the hand and he raised her up and the fever left her immediately. And then this part is funny. She went and served them. (laughs) (laughs) What mother would not do that? I know my mom, she's really big about making sure everybody is super comfortable and uh, the house is super clean and the food is prepared. She's really big about that. And I don't know a mother that isn't really uh, big about um, making sure everybody is served. So this mother clearly wanted to serve Jesus because of this 
beautiful miracle that he did for her because he just possibly saved her life. We don't know how severe this fever really was, but it seems like it was pretty severe. But Jesus immediately heals her. Now, the customs of the day, something that I was reading, it was almost a mixture of religion and magic mixed together. And that is how these uh, people would cast out demons or heal people was through these almost incantations mixed with um, scriptural text and uh, other odd things that were just kind of weird. And uh, I, I didn't actually know that. This is how these quote-unquote healers would heal fevers was basically through incantations and different things like that. So Jesus doesn't do any of that. <laughs> he is completely different from the people of his time period. In fact, he said nothing or there's nothing recorded of anything that he said. All it says that is that he took her hand and helped her up and that all of a sudden the fever was just gone. So this is showing how different Jesus really was. Now, Mark, the author of Mark, would have known about this story because Mark was actually um, Simon's or Peter, as we find out later on, he has a name change. He was actually Peter's uh, almost apprentice in a sense, or Peter was very, very close with Mark. We've, we find that out in First Peter, which is the book that uh, Peter wrote. So Mark would have heard all of these stories from Peter over the years and have would have written them down. So when Mark is talking about this stuff, the reason he knows this is because Peter was Jesus's kind of Jesus's first disciple. And so Peter was kind of with Jesus. Jesus almost from the very beginning. And so he would have relayed these things to Mark, who ended up penning them later on. So it says here at, on verse 32 that at evening, after Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law, I'm sorry, Simon's mother-in-law, he hasn't had the name change yet. It says that um, the sun set and he, Jesus obviously went out. Well, actually, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was still in that house <laughs> because it says that the city was gathered at the door so probably people knew where Jesus was because you have to remember the customs were so different back then people were accustomed almost to being in each other's houses all the time in fact I, I don't know where I heard this but I heard that it was actually considered rude that if somebody invited you to their house and you were a traveler, it was considered rude to not go. I, I I might be wrong about that, though. But there was different customs back then. People were much more comfortable and much more friendly with people being in their houses. And uh, we don't have they didn't have the space bubble that Americans have. <laughs> Americans have a pretty decent space bubble. We don't like to, people to be near us sometimes. <laughs> But anyway, so people back then were accustomed to other people and strangers just showing up and being in their households. In fact, um, when we were talking with uh, about Matthew a long time ago, there was a passage where Jesus was eating with the tax collectors and the Pharisees were there and they were listening in. Now, the reason the Pharisees were there is because it was common for people to just kind of hang out outside the door and kind of have a picnic in these people's backyards and stuff like that. So it was just very different back then than how it is now. These people are flocking to what it looks like Simon and Andrew's home and they're bringing in all these sick people. Now you can imagine that even even though cultures were different back then, I cannot imagine that Simon and Andrew were too happy with all these different sick people being brought into their home. So you kind of have to think about that. Yes, it was more open, but 
I can imagine that sick people were kind of like a no, you can't come into this house sort of thing. But they're bringing these people into the home because they know that Jesus can heal them. So Simon and Andrew have to kind of in faith recognize that Jesus is going to heal these people. And maybe, just maybe, now that I'm thinking about this, maybe Jesus had healed Simon's mother-in-law at the perfect time in order that Simon and Andrew don't freak out from all these sick people coming into their houses because their mother-in-law was just sick and they just experienced only hours before Jesus healing her to complete 100% health. So maybe not only was this for Simon's mother-in-law, but also for Simon and Andrew and whoever else was in that household to see Jesus's power and recognize that it's okay to have these sick people coming into their homes, that they're not going to get sick because Jesus has this authority over these sicknesses. It says also that there were many people possessed with demons that were uh, coming into this house. And Jesus did not allow these demons to speak. It says, because they knew him. So many people wonder why Jesus didn't allow these demons to testify. But think about it this way. These were demons. Who wants demons to testify for them? Absolutely no one. No one wants that. No one wants a demon to testify for them. So Jesus is telling these demons kind of to shut up or to be quiet. He's not allowing them to speak because they're demons. They don't need to be giving a testimony to the people. So he's telling them to be quiet because they're demons. So it says that Jesus is casting out all these demon-possessed people as well. So it says after this that it was early in the morning and it was still dark outside. And Jesus decides to get up super early and to go and uh, talk to his father on the mountain in a deserted place. And he was praying there. So Simon comes and searches for him because all these people are looking for Jesus. Because just a night before, Jesus was super popular. He was casting out all these demons and he was uh, healing all these sick people. And so they're looking for Jesus. And Simon is like, hey, everybody's looking for you. You should come back down the mountain and, you know, do what you've been doing. And perhaps Simon was actually kind of happy at the popularity that Jesus was having and maybe happy that Jesus was getting popular. Who knows? But he was expecting Jesus to come down the mountain. And Jesus is like, no. (laughs) He says, you know what? Let's go elsewhere into the next towns because people there also need me. I, my, my goal for coming down here, this is what he says. I came out for this reason was to preach. That's what it says, that I may preach there also because I came out for this very reason. So Jesus is saying that his primary goal is not just to heal and to cast out demons, but to spread the good news. That was his primary goal. So he needs to go around to the different towns and preach to all the people everywhere. And so it says that that is exactly what he did. He went into the synagogue all throughout Galilee, preaching and casting out demons. Well, friends and faithful listeners, this was a little bit of a shorter episode today, but I think that's okay. I don't often have uh, short episodes, so (laughs) I think it's all right just this one time. But um, 
Thank you for tuning in this morning and for hanging out with me as we read the Bible, for grabbing that cup of coffee and uh, enjoying a cup of coffee with me as we talk about this portion of scripture. But friends and faithful listeners, if you love this episode, please rate it five stars and share it on your social media platforms. But also go to www.p40ministries.com. I have a lot of great free resources there. I have a free resource of a 30-day Bible reading challenge. with uh, It's a little calendar and it has a different passage of scripture that you read each day and you can mark it off each day and there's a little activity you can do as well on each individual day and it's kind of fun and I think it's a really cool resource for people who have a hard time reading the Bible so if you want that there's a little pop-up that happens um, when you go to my website and all you have to do is put your email in that little box and then that PDF will be sent to your inbox. So I will drop a link to that in the bio of this podcast episode so you can navigate over there. But friends and faithful listeners, thank you for tuning in this morning. Happy listening and God bless.